Put up Dan Rick, so. Yo, 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 now tuned in on the Sports Podcast. I'm here with my co-fellow host. Uh, what you said was on your mind today? Oh, real quick, real quick. First of the topic podcast, just want to shout out my boy Nick. You know what I'm saying? He's another host. He wasn't able to make it today. Yeah, shout out Nick, man. Shout out Nick. You know, we're we'll holding down for you. And uh, also, it's my pop's birthday today. Let's Happy birthday, pop! Lord Sir William, Lord Sir William Aaron Dukes Esquire, as we went by Elsway for short. You know, so quite the name. <laughs> hey man, so the topic that I want to touch on today is millennial. Us as millennials, do y'all consider? Or first, before I even say this, do y'all consider yourself millennials? I don't think I fall into that. No, I, I feel I, like I, think it's I a, missed it by a few years. I feel like it's a weird split. Yeah. I, I don't really like. I don't even care about like the title of it. Anymore. Okay, yeah. so scratch that. But like, yeah, we all. Have, all right, so scratch in that. our age group. All right, yeah. so for me, I'm 26 right now in life. I feel like I'm going in circles, and when I talk to older people or you know mentors or people you know that I look up to. They always tell me, like, you too young to, well, not I'm too young, but you're, you can't have it all together. You can't expect to have it all together at such a young age. And I hear people that's 30 plus, 40 plus say, you know, I'm just now figuring it out. So my question is, what do y'all think is the right age for you to have it all together? Or do you feel like you should have it all together? I mean, in career-wise, money, stability, kids, mentality, family, mentality. At what age do y'all feel like you know you should have it all together? Or is there an actual age? Mm. There's no age. There's no age you could set like universally where you could be like at 25, you got or at 30, you got like because there's so many different variables. Like like you were saying, like if you afford it, like certain resources. And things at a younger age, you can have it together sooner. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna compare somebody who grew up with like a silver spoon versus somebody who grew up in the hood right. and expect them to have this stuff together at the same time. Right. I will also like, add that um, when you're not taught certain things as a youngin, whether it's financial things mm-hmm. uh, or you're taught about the real things that are going on in the world. Things that you basically need to survive in everyday life. When you're not taught those things and you get to a certain age, it's like it's hard to break the cycle of some things that you've been doing your whole life. And you know why that is? Because you don't even realize it is a cycle because for you, that's always been your reality. No, it's normal. Right. So now let me ask you this, this, Ma. Are you talking about everyone as in all races or or just black men in general? I want to know if he's talking about I'm black talking men or everybody. Just in general, for everybody. Okay. You know, do y'all feel like it's a certain age that you should have it all together? Because I mean, I'm 26 and I'm over here feeling like, yo, like, I'm behind. Like, yeah, it's certain like, things that I feel like I should have accomplished by now and I'm behind. But then when I hear conversations from older mentors, 30 plus, you know, they like, damn, I ain't start getting together until I was 30 or 35. or, And it's like, I don't want to wait that long to get it together. Why should I have to wait that long to get it together? I'll tell you what it is. It's impatience. 
And I just went through it a couple years ago because y'all know I was down bad. Mm-hmm. Writing things bad. on I'm social media. That, yeah, <laughs> like, it gets bad. Because the reason is, is like, we are in a good spot compared to a lot of people, but you just want to take that next step and grow. But it's just not coming fast enough. Like, it's just not going. Yeah, and, that, that's a good point. Yeah, that's what I feel yeah. like. It's like, because I've never been like, the way I came up, it wasn't like I really had to starve. So it's not like I ever really had to like, really like, be like hungry, super hungry. So it's like, it's like you said, we kind of stuck in the middle because you're in a good spot. So you don't want to mess it up by taking crazy risks. But at the same time, if you don't take like certain risks and things, you may not advance. So it's like, dang, I could fall, I could regress from the spot I'm in. But if I don't take certain chances, I'm not going to grow into the spot I want to be. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You start to get frustrated because you're real stagnant. Exactly. And it can just get worse because, you know. I, yeah, it I, just gets worse. I feel like that's a, but that's a mentality thing. Cause like for me, where I'm at in my life, I never had. I always knew what patience would bring in like in these scenarios. Like I was wasn't a person that was quick. Like, damn, I want like I want this car because you know it's, it's those certain milestones that you want while you coming up as a young adult. Like I understood. Like all right, but there's a a right path to do it. Like for me, it wasn't like. Get my mom to co-sign so I can get like this car that's gonna like fuck me up in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like for me, only speaking for me, any issues that I have lies in is like I was saying, it's kind of like in my fi- family dynamic and that going back. Like you always your goal should always to to your goal should be to try to do better for your kids, right? Even if that's your goal and that's what you want, what if you don't have the tools? So it's like you're kind of working your way up there. Like, yeah, sentiments and everything could be there, but what you're doing might not be the most efficient. So what they do after that, your kids, if they pick up from when you left off, is built upon that. Each generation right. gets a little bit better. It's a, right. It gets a little bit better. It's, it's just all where those measurements came from, from the previous generations. Right, right, right. So yeah, definitely, like, everybody has their own process, right. which is, like, Everybody. It's the worst, like when you can see it's like so many successful people, like mm-hmm. younger than you, or like you're like, ahead of, and you're like, dang, like, why am I doing one? But that's a, like, you it, can't compare it, your process to somebody else's process. Not, not, not comparing it, not comparing it. I'm just yeah. saying, it's like, that's us wanting to do better, right? Before we get too far off topic, mm-hmm. let's tie back in. What are we agreeing on? So, are we agreeing that there's no specific age to have it all together? Or it depends on your upbringing and, you know, as your generation. Generation. It's, it's not just like it's one factor. It's, okay. it's, it's not just one factor. I agree. All right, cool. It, but like, it's, it's a plethora of things. I think it's uh it's different now because, like, the time we live in now, like, probably, like, 50 years ago, you could probably say, like, it's an age you probably could have yeah. it all together. Because, like, you would have full family households. The husband, the father go work, take care of the home, be straight. Like you can't even do that now. Like the times are so different it's, now. It's because the, the economy is so different now. Yeah, it's the, it's work, like, it's, the work field became way more competitive. It's so much more difficult to have your shit together for one. Also, and then like even if you do like you said, go to college. So many people with college degrees that can't get jobs. Both my, both my parents got college degrees, never used them. Also, what also puts a strain on a lot of young people coming up now is social media. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. social media shows a life. Of a, uh, a life that isn't, you know, facts. Mm-hmm. Because behind the scenes, you never know what a person is really going through. So, us, you know, people being young, 
uh, I want to say from 18 to probably like 25 are influenced from the things that what from so five to 25. Yeah. Like three, they be three years old, know how to work a tablet. But look, but, but I so that changes it too. Because that's a that's a I'm, different. I'm glad topic you said that because I want to flip that. It's into a topic. Topic. You know, because listen, listen, listen. Okay, so say say you at 26, right? Mm-hmm. And you're saying people on social media that's around your age or a little bit older, having things, doing things, accomplishing things, right? And you're seeing it every day because I'm pretty sure everybody's on their phone every day. No matter what time you check your social media, right? Mm-hmm. So it's an influence there. So that that puts a pressure on you to say like, damn, why well, I'm not in that position? Which brings back to what I was saying about comparing. That's why it is like it's yeah. tough to not to compare, mm-hmm. but you gotta like when when you subconsciously do that, you gotta like consciously be like, oh, that's, that's not me. When he like it's a mind thing. Also. Yeah. yeah. But that could fl- that flips into something I always talk about, where people say that social media is bad. Real quick, can I fix on there real quick? Mm-hmm. What what I would say, you're not truly behind unless you, you have no direction with what you want. That's why I would consider you behind. It's like you can have whatever circumstance. You might not have a degree. You you know, you might be still working somewhere making like $10 an hour. Maybe you got some charges on you. You know, whatever it could be. But like it's, it's something holding you back. But if you... if if you don't have any direction, like you're just going through life and you you're not trying to do anything, like you 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 say you're in a cycle. You know you're in a, you're in a cycle though, right? Right. So therefore, you're working towards to break, to break that. You're working towards the right direction. If you if you just fucking around and you not even realizing what you're doing, you you have no like um, insight foresight to what you're doing. Then that's when you're truly behind. I feel like you can't reach a destination if you don't know where you're going. Exactly. Fact. I'm gonna say you gotta have a plan by thirty. Ain't no real age where you're gonna get it all together, but you have to have a plan by thirty. Yeah, right. you should have. One. Yeah, but that that direction will lead you to a plan. It, it all is, and then it's a how much attention you're paying towards that, like in your life, like I, right, like you still living life, but I, right, I need to be trying to. What's gonna be this? Like you said, what's gonna be your plan? Like I'm trying to have a house. What what I need to do to get this house? You know, and then. You'll be able to start answering more questions. Like, damn, I need more money. All right, what well, I need to do to get more money? Well, I don't like doing this, but I know I, like, I know I like doing this. So maybe I need to go take some classes. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff starts building with that. What you think? I'm a beer taster. A beer? Cool, yo. Okay. I don't be okay. drinking beer that much, but I'm it's trying all right. Okay, we got, we got a guy that ain't really, you know, we ain't going to put the name on the beer out there because we ain't getting paid for that. <laughs> really? But, you know, that's cool, though. All right, cool, cool. How was you guys this weekend, man? This Sunday? How was y'all weekend? You made my weekend. The news that you just gave me, <laughs> you made my weekend. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Hey, man, this is Mark, and I probably tasted one or two, three, four, five, six, ten. <laughs> that was it, <laughs> And they don't do nothing for me. So, my man's Cam, and my man's Olu hit me up. Random day, I answered the phone. He's like, "Bro, we got some edibles that'll knock your socks off." So I didn't believe. I, I didn't say that. that. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. Some socks off. Yeah, I ain't say that. Y'all get what I mean? Another time. Another. It's, it's, it's yeah. gonna do it for you. So me, you know, I rather knock the socks off at that point. I'm I thinking about do it for you. I'm thinking that you know they just bullcrapping. You know they ain't really serious because I took many edibles and they never did anything for me. I was the same way. So I took. Two and a half, that three and a half cookies, and for it, it mind you, 
Man, he took one and a half cookies. So All right, three and a half. Nope. <laughs> he, 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 he one and a half. It was three halves. Serious. I took a lot. I'm just saying I took a lot. It took one and a half. I one and a half. You on your ass? I took a lot, right? And I expected it to not do anything for me, so I took a lot. It took three hours to kick in. When I tell y'all, I was in my bed and the bed started sinking. I felt like <laughs> Kanye. No, I felt like the dude from Get Out. Get out. In the second place. I was falling in my bed. And <laughs> that's when I knew it was official. So shout out to y'all for the medicals. And that exact moment, a single tear flew out my, off my face. <laughs> you should be proud of it. Was bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I got a question, man. What's the most extreme drug that you would consider taking? That we would consider taking or we already have taken? Either or. It's the same question. Do we have consequences for taking this? Uh, other than the side effects of the theoretically, so, so, so let's get this. All right, 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 right. That in my life. Yeah, all right, hypothetical. So no, listen. All right, super. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so listen. All right, I'm almost kick it off. I'm so for me, I would never cross over to hard drugs. What I consider hard drugs is like acid, coke, crack, meth, meth. Meth is fucking scary. That shit not cute though. All of those type of things. All of those type of things. But in my younger yeah. days, yeah. I did experience with some pills. That's an early kind. That's the furthest I've went beyond weed is some pills. Like an e pill. Never did an e pill. It was like it was like perp, Adderall. Oxy. See, I would never rock with pills, but I would try shrooms. I would try shrooms in my life. I'm scared. I'm scared. After trying shrooms, I would consider shrooms. acid. I'm scared. I know people that do so, shrooms. Oh, saying he tried shrooms. What, what was the experience like? Saying oh, right. yeah. Yeah. So no, they can't. They can. They can hear me. They can hear me. So yeah, yeah. So. I microdosed with shrooms because it was my first time, so right? You managed it. You managed it. The yes, dose. yes. I uh, I went through someone who was like I experienced with it. Uh, soul plane, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So really? you, like, you definitely got to micromanage them. So the reason why I started taking it was because Johns Hopkins came out with a study that said that one dose can have lasting effects on your brain that'll reduce anxiety and depression up to five years. Mm, interesting and it has uh, more permanent effects compared to like antidepressants or anti-anxiety or whatever medication your doctor would prescribe you now i see yeah. what organ did i think so, uh, yeah i'm about to say somebody made this room's legal they made everything yeah. i'm about to say everything. colorado but yeah everything so i mean everything. Everything. i'm coming down i mean you might as well <laughs> i'm not even gonna do it anyway i'm lying but so salute to y'all so i would say i accidentally got high off of benadryl Right. Wait, what? I mean, that's y'all gotta hear this. Oh, 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 y'all gotta hear this. <laughs> y'all gotta hear this. Like, uh, isn't it like 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 Will Smith and Hitch or something? Oh, no. You allergic? <laughs> no, yo. So tell me, this is just hilarious. So, so y'all, everybody here know Arthur or that, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out Arthur. Shout out, shout out Arthur. Is he even that old? Shout out Artie that backed out on him. You can come back. When we get out there, we strike out there and we make it big. We ain't gonna forget you. We're gonna still come. I've been on the road with me now, Sean. Yeah. But, um. No, bro, I ain't gonna. So, look, it was allergy season a few years back. Most of us, all of us at one point worked at the same employment. We're not gonna say the name. Definitely not. But. So Arthur had like pretty bad allergies. It was a a girl there that worked there that I was cool with. She had bad allergies and she had like a whole thing in Benadryl, mind you. 
the way I grew up, I don't take medicine. I have asthma. I never had an asthma pump. I played football. When I was about to die, they, my dad told me to, to uh, sit down. I never took any form of, like, medication, really. Like, I was just told, like, to walk it off for the most part, right? And it was, like, more homeopathic stuff. Olu, you know what I'm talking about. Ginger and everything, vinegar and everything. Um, so, I go get some Benadryl pills from her. And I'm thinking, she gave me the bottle. It's, like, a big-ass bottle full of pills. And usually when it's mad pills in a bottle, it's not that strong. I quit it's not being that strong because it's, like, mad at them, right? This is what Duke's fucked up. So I took like six? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 but I took six out. Because I thought, like... Did you, like, read the Bible? I, I, I tell I, you, like, uh, hey, don't take more than two. Right. So, the only pill that I take is, like, is, uh, like Tylenol Advil. Because I don't get sick at night, but I get mad migraines. Some of y'all seen my migraines. I've seen some of them. My migraines are bad as shit. I can't deal with that shit. This shit is mind-numbing. I can't move. I can't do nothing. So, like, you know... Uh, I take like three, four Advils at a time, right? So like that's, you know, I never really looked at dosages. So I bring him out to Arthur and he's like, yeah, I don't need these. And I'm like, I'm not going to throw them away. I took all of them and then I was driving home because I was off of work. I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? You know, some Project Pat came on. I'm like, all right, so we're going to stay here, you know? That's a bet. <laughs> I go up to... <laughs> I go to um to the shop my homegirl work at. It's like this little shop she used to work at. And I go in there. I just start taking a bag of, of jerkies from the back. I start taking a bag of jerkies from the back. And um, I'm sitting at the side of the cash. I don't even realize what I'm doing. I didn't even know it was like that, right? I'm sitting at the side of the cash register. And I rip over the bag. And I just start smashing on the jerky. Looking at uh, that direction, right? And it was one point... Cause I kept opening bags. Like I would finish one, I'll pop another one open and I was eating it. Right. And there's like where the fuck he getting these bags from? <laughs> it, was like, it was like six customers and I was still eating jerky, huh? Right? So finally the last customer come up and I opened another bag, he look over at me. And my homegirl look over at me. I'm just still eating. They started busting out laughing. I was like, yo, I did not. I didn't intend that. I didn't know it was like real medicine, like ooh, allergy medicine. How you know strong could that be? You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that I ain't doing that shit no more. I start selling the Benny's two for twenty. You know what I'm saying? Benny's real. Hey, test, test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you about to get Benadryl outlawed next to you. <laughs> Benadryl about to be the new. They done took. They done took the cough syrup away. I was a kid when I was probably like almost a teenager when yeah, it was popular. I was not drinking and I was not drinking all that time. Uh, four local yeah. was that shit was cool, yo. I think I, all right, so hold on, hold on. So for a local now or for a local back in the day? Nah, the OG. The OG was fucking kill you. What? Yeah, the OG was fucking people. I had drunk a whole four loco and the niggas was like, yo, y'all trying to hoop? I was like yeah, I'm trying. You was locked down defender, wasn't you? Yo, I was locked down defender. Yo, this is what happened. You like the one nice motherfucker that's out there like, oh yeah, I'm about to fuck you niggas up. Mm-hmm. You know I suck. But I ripped him. And I had the ball. I'm like, oh, I'm about to dunk this motherfucker. I said, blew the layup. I went just like the ball still in my oh, hand. Drunk the, yo, the ball still in my hand, but just like this. Wait, how you know you about to dunk? 
That's a full logo. That's a full logo. Cam can uh Red Bull Red Bull give you wings. Cam can Red Bull gives you chest pain. Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, I, I used to drink Red Bull with some monster they would never work. I never yo, had no more energy. People, I was so disappointed. One thing I learned in college, my white folks, they drink vodka and Red Bull, yo. Yeah, that yeah is, they love that. That is crazy. That's man. why they be so hype. Wow. Wow. Vodka, Red Bull, and Adderall. Yeah, yeah, that's a dangerous combination, bro. That's Adderall, really. All right, so I feel like back that. to experiencing yeah. with mm-hmm. drugs. The furthest yeah. I went is Oxy Perk and Adderall. Oh, yeah, you talking about Oxy? And you know, he was giving niggas yeah. the Adderall. Yep, you know, yep. I remember you <laughs> took t- it, what was it, yeah. uh, your first time or something? You took two pills at once or something like that. Oh, bro, all right, so story time. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, my god. <laughs> Wait, is he, is he African? Story time. Okay. Okay. Oh, we got a week. So everybody know Jesse. I ain't gonna remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you need to take it when you need. All right, so college kids take it when they need to study for exams or they need to write a paper, things like that. Right? And it works. And it works, right? But what they don't tell you is if you're not active off of this drug, you crash. (laughs) And and if you take more than one before the other one wears off, you don't have a limp dick. Oh, so it's like the opposite <laughs> of a perk. It's like the opposite of a perk. The Yo. story is, I was with a female, it. right? I was with a female. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm about to go to town time. You, get, you know what I'm saying? So, I popped another Adderall to focus. To focus? To focus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a story you. not already focused enough? <laughs> so, listen. <laughs> See, the reason why I took it because I was coming down off of the, so you trying to get back the up? previous yeah. one. You know, oh, okay. And I okay. had just off work, so I I exhausted the energy that I, you know, that I had that you when I was off of the Adderall. Yeah. Long story short, I took that another Adderall, two Adderalls within a four-hour span, and when it was time to get it up, my shit was limp. Fellas, do not pop two Adderalls <laughs> back to back. They don't tell you mine. Because you will have no motion in the ocean. <laughs> you will be limp. I should have took my headphones off. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I understood, I understood what you were saying. Yeah, I was man. Nobody had a let moment here. Ever? Yo, I'm about to tell you. Ever? So look, I was trying to study, right? It's my sophomore year. Like, I just started taking hard classes, right? Man. So I took that motherfucker, right? And like Ma said, you have to be active. So I did my work much faster because I'm, I'm just tightening shit. You feel me? Mm-mm-mm. So I get home and I took this one. Big fat bitch. Oh my god, she's just that's big straight fat. Cam loves the, the, the <laughs> yo. Cam loves the BBWs, you know. I, I got another story. After that, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let yo, you finish. Don't get started on the BBW stories, yo. I had y'all here all day, but look. So she come over, right? I told her I'm off a pill. She immediately took her clothes off. Like she just, I'm like, all right, bet. So. I eat her, right? I eat her to make sure she get that first little nut out the way, so, you know. Yeah, you'll do all that work for nothing. <laughs> That's what it amounts to. It's that amount of work that I did, right? And then, and then, right, mind you, I'm on a twin-size fucking bed, right? 
this big hippo butt bitch, right? She's doing the butt around like Cam from the back. Now I'm like, I guess I'll try. You feel me? And you just like, come on, do something. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at my dick. My dick is like, my shit is like, like, like a bag blowing in the wind. It's just like this. It's just limp as shit. I'm like, ain't nothing about to happen tonight. So I flipped that big motherfucker over. I ate out again, thinking I'm going to buy myself some more time. Yeah. Classic strategy. Yeah, so. See, now nah, you're a freaky nigga here. I'm going to tell you this because. Hey, yeah. This is the debate. This is the debate. Hold on. I'm with you on this. No, listen to me. I'm with you on this. I'm a freaky nigga because when I eat pussy, my dick out because I enjoy doing it while I'm doing it. Because I'm not one of them people that, oh, I'm going to just do it to get it out the way. I'm going to just do it. You know, that shit because she wanted it. I genuinely, if I like you and I fuck with you and I trust you and I like you, mm-hmm. I'm eating that pussy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and my dick is getting hard when I eat that pussy. But like, you can see that she enjoying it. For, that's another yeah, yeah, another thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Now, all right, back to the story. You was eating it again to buy you some time. Yeah, and then the same thing happened again. Her big ass swung around again. I'm like, all right. It was a no go. It was a no. I tried put. You ever like when you want soft, you try to put your dick in the soft dick, like girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a mess, yo. Like I, I was like trying to put it in, and it, that motherfucker just popped right back. I'm like, God damn, yo. It's like putting a fake doll in the um, coin machine, right? That motherfucker <laughs> gonna come right back. Right <laughs> right. That shit, that shit was not fun. All right. So, more of the story is don't take Adderall when you don't expect to be. Active the whole way through the high. Yeah. Don't do it because it will fuck you and your man. And that's the up. shit that people don't tell you. They don't never tell you this shit. They don't. Probably just don't say. Jesse damn sure didn't tell me that. <laughs> she definitely did. Yeah, I feel like she should have disclosed that. Hey <laughs> exactly. man, no comment on Jesse. No, no, not like that. No, no, I just you know, they don't know who Jesse. It could be Jesse from Damn Man Disney Channel. They don't know who Jesse. <laughs> It's interesting how Adderall, like the the chemical compound of it, is literally only like one branch away from from actual meth. Yeah. You look at the chemical structures of it; it's exactly the same. Adderall to meth, <laughs> except for one little, except for except for like one chemical, and that's it. A lot of uh, that's especially it. like mental like drugs and pills that you pop are really yeah. just like microdoses of hard drugs. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask y'all a question. I was talking to my man. On the phone yesterday, he always has a lot of opinions, yo. And he said, he said, if you're in a relationship, right, your relationship, you can't truly be like in a relationship at your strongest point until uh, until both parties cheat. Oh, and he said, he said, not cheat and like it don't have to be like sexually, but like both parties, like y'all got it, like until y'all been like tested to y'all end of like. He's like, yeah, but just be like. Talking, talking to, to somebody, thinking to somebody else, be somebody else, whatever. That like, vibe with. Yeah, it's thinking about somebody else cheating. No, I don't he think said, so. You know what else he said? He said. Uh, so you said lowest point, but why is it? It has to be cheating though, because I've been to high as a lowest point in my relationship. It had nothing to do with cheating. It was financial. It could be something financial that's straining both of us. It could be work, career that's stressing both of us. Yeah, cheating ain't the only thing that can break a it relationship. It ain't. It's not. I'm telling you because you can come back after that. They can come be back like after various you. forms of like respect. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of torn between the two. I disagree with that, but I want to use that as a segue. But the love is not the same after you cheat, fellas. 
that, all right, so that's, that's what I was gonna add. That's what I want to get to. If if you get cheated on, are you taking her back? No. You under, can't. under any circumstances. No. You can't do no. it. Because all anytime I talk to like an old head, like y'all remember Rob? Mm-hmm. Big yeah, Rob. Mom, mom, yeah. Rob. Shout out Rob Hobbs. Yeah. He was like, he's like, yeah, my wife cheated on me, we're gonna work through that. He's like, we've been married for two years. Oh, that's different. That's your wife. Alright, so if you married, so like what's what's like the what's the what's the what's the line? It's like, what's the it's no line. It's like this it's no line. Like at what point, like if y'all married after ten years, you gonna consider it at that point, like taking her back? Or like, it's no line. Well, if you're alright, so my opinion on marriage is this, right? Death do you part means death do you part. Meaning you guys are going to stick through it no matter the bullshit that the the, the 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 wife puts you through or the husband puts you through. Unless you're being domestically abused. abused. Yeah, no, can, you gotta get out can of Can I here. ask a question real quick? This clearly okay. comes up for me. So we were saying cheating in a marriage, you mean like it was a one thing she one time thing she got caught, or this been going on for a minute? Like it's been going on for a array of time. Oh, it's business trips where you know what I'm saying. I just think take it how you want to take. What circumstances? Under what circumstances would you take if it was girl like a, back? Only if, if, it, if, if she cheats. Only if this she's my wife. But I won't know until I to I to that happens. Experience. So he so yeah, I yeah. can't tell you. You know what I'm saying. I won't know until I, Mar, that happens. Mar, I'm gonna ask you a question. You said cheating with your. What did you just say before? He I said, said my wife. Okay. I can consider working it out if she's my wife because we took vows before. Okay, so that's the question. If you could consider working it out with your wife, would you ever swing with your wife if Fuck she asked no. you? Fuck no. <laughs> so you can work. Wait, so you'd be Fuck able to no. work that out. Why would I swing? Um, it's a difference I, between yeah, I'm intentionally giving forgiveness. Nah, I, at I, that point, I'm intentionally giving her permission yeah, to I, cheat on me. I, yeah, that's I get that's what because ultimately mm-hmm. it's ending in the same thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's like you're accepting of it regardless. There's one thing you nah, find out there. That's, a, that's, find that's out two later. different But it, it's different on your mental. When when you don't know about something, right, and you find out about it, it crushes you, correct? That shit hurts yeah. you more. Right? And now, so if you go into a situation already knowing, it, it's not going to have no effect on you. So if we swinging, okay, I know my wife about to go get fucked by somebody else. It's not going to have no effect on me because I'm already okay with it if I made that decision. Does that matter if it was like a one time, couple time thing, or if it was like an actual like one time relationship one time. type you got thing? One time. So if it's like it was like a, a relationship, like they did this for a couple months and then you found out, that's different, right? Versus like if it just happened once versus a one night stand or something like that's that. different because if someone has been if doing it for years, continuously. I'm leaving you. All right, all right. Yeah, okay. exactly. If, if exactly. We've been fucking this person the whole time we've been married. I'm leaving you. Yeah. But if you, you know, we together for five, six years and you stepped out this one time and that was it. Honestly, I wouldn't even care. Like if she told me that, I'd just be like, all right, don't do it again. And that'd be the end of I'm not, not I don't want to argue that shit. That. For, for me gonna, personally. I'm not even going to argue about that shit. You're going to be kissing my ass for some time. <laughs> the reason I said this is because yeah. I'm not going to, I hate arguing. And ladies, I love my woman. I, you it's, know, I'm, yeah. I love my woman. Don't, don't get confused yeah. when I say bitch. I, I love my woman. I love my black. Woman. You gotta say bitch when so, deserve it. So to me, yeah, all got, that had to be yeah. Okay, I'm but like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. To me, it's just a level of disrespect that's just not that cannot be tolerated. I mean, the thing right, is, so odds are, odds are, I probably did the same thing. Truthfully, I probably did the same thing. 
Like, I, you already got the See, wrong. That's, that's, I mean, but the thing is, what is telling people. Well, Marsha is true, though. I be talking about, yo, why you want to get married? Why you always want to be in a relationship? You always cheat on your girl. Because, bro, it's fun. I like relationships. But you always cheat. Like, why you want all the drama? Bro, I really think that's like an attention span type thing, bro. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I feel like I have, like, ADHD. You that's like how I feel about like mental health in general. It's just that like we're so far off from like the way we're actually supposed to be living as human beings. That's why everybody's heads are so fucked up and there's so many issues. Cause like inside, like you inside yourself, you know like yo, something's wrong. Like I'm not supposed to be living like this. Every like going to work, yeah. you think social media five, has six, seven to do days with a it? week. Absolutely. Staying broke made it, doing made this it like, worse. It's fucking with people's heads. See, social so, media, everybody keeps bringing social look, media yeah. into this. Why? Why I think social are. media is a placeholder for is just like overall technology. What it really is is overall like influence and stuff. But even still, those problems existed before the social media era began. You can say the social media era, era caused it to 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 grow exponentially. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's it boosted it, but it's not the cause of it. That's why, I'm, like, a lot of times people will blame the tools and the resources. But if social media, if Instagram exists and nobody signs up for it, it does no evil. Like, it only does what humans allow it to do. It's only what humans put on there. I think it's just we're saying too much. And we have access to anything that we can watch. Yeah. Do y'all remember when... And, um, but, but what do we choose to watch? That, we got access to anything. That's on us. And it's, that's what I'm saying. It's our fault. Like, we keep saying social but, media. I was, But it's, it's down back to the humans that... But are, bad things will find you, though, on the internet. Bad things will find you. Well, I mean, that's because it get pushed nowadays. Yeah, yeah, it get pushed to you. Yeah. Can you say it? <laughs> I dare you. Look me in my eyes and say it. So you know the, the type of say things we, we did on our flip phones and shit? Yo. Oh, my God, yo. On flip phones. Off topic, yo. That's why I'm going to teach my son to, like, learn to control that shit. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, I mean, I you got to play Roblox. You got to. My son or my daughter. Like, real. How do you feel like. What, what does parenting look like for us when we get to those stages? What How much access kids have? Like what you said earlier, I know kids at like one, two that know how to open tablets, yeah. do everything that you know how to do on it, but they just can't articulate it, right? So think about what our parents didn't know that we knew about technology, and it was really for them, <laughs> but for us. Oh, my God. I mean, they're going to understand it. At a rate that we're not eventually, not, right? Oh, not yeah. just at a technology level, but I think parenting for us, we're gonna be more lenient than what our fathers was. I feel like it too. Yeah, if, if, in that's, certain that's aspects, trending. but in other know. aspects, we're probably gonna be way stricter. Yeah, because like, based on the way that we came up. So, I mean, me personally, I didn't have a father, so it's kind of like, all right. So me, I have one on the way. Dude, congratulations! Congratulations! Appreciate it. November eighth, right? And I've never had no family structure in my life on his mother or father, mm-hmm. ever. Not that I can remember. My mother always been strong out on drugs. My father never been around. So for me, I'm going to give my kid, my plan is to give the, my kid all the unconditional love that I feel like I missed out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And I'm not going to shield my child from nothing. I'm going to give him the real about everything. I'm not going to shield them from nothing because I feel like when you shield your kids from certain things, it makes them curious. And when they're curious, they want to go out and explore an adventure. They're going to do that anyway, but if they got some guidance before they go and do it, it's more of an insight. So like we can't lie to so them. So now okay. at all, you know, you got to give them the option. You got to give them options. Okay, 
my father or my mother told me this, now what decision am I going to make based off of the yeah. knowledge that I already yeah. received? That's how I look at it. So it's all about what, what you instill in your kids at a young age. I feel like you know where your kids will stand at that point. If right. they do it after you told them what it is. Yeah. To, to but, say something to So it. at that point, not not to cut you off, right. at that point, you can't feel bad as a parent. Yeah. As long as you give your kids the real. And so bad yeah, it, really, your only job as a parent is not to, like, control what your kids do, but just prepare them what, for whatever they encounter. Well, well, just to guide say, them. Well, I was going to yeah, say real quick, right, to your, to your earlier point, mm-hmm. right, because we know what bad things affected us from our parenting or lack of parenting, and we want to make sure we that doesn't affect our kids, we have to be careful with how far we swing in the other direction because that itself would develop other issues. Because you me, might overdo it on one side because you don't want to like, be on the other side. To be honest, for me, I'm a byproduct of that with my father. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cam know my father. My father, yeah. uh, he grew up kind of out of mom-dad type situations, even though they was dead, but... He kind of had to grow up on his own in the city, so mm-hmm. he made sure when he had me and my sister, he was trying to break the cycle. Like he was trying to pound that in though, which in itself caused reverse effects for me and my sister that we're dealing with. I'm dealing with, you know what I'm saying? That uh, I try to break for myself. So that's all I'm saying. Your attention is good, even what you're doing might seem good, but you really gotta look and see. You you gotta pay attention to your kids more instead of just trying to like teach them all the time. You gotta understand them too. You gotta learn you, them. You gotta see what's yeah. You gotta see what's working for them. What's not. What they're reacting to. What's not. Instead of just no. This is what I'm, this is what I'm giving you because I didn't have it. Because yeah, a, a lot of people don't actually know their kids. They right. try to create their kids. They, exactly. Mm, yeah. All you can really do, like you said, is guide them to what's, what what it is. My father didn't really understand that with me until I went through like a little situation in school. Well, he had to really sit down with me and kind of understand certain things, you know what I'm saying? Because he really wanted what was best for me. So when he did that, that kind of let me see, like, all right, like, I, I kind of understand that piece of, of parenting now. Like, you can want for your kids what you didn't have, which is what you should want. But make sure you're delivering it in the in the best possible way for them. You want them to have the world. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's definitely things, like, about my parents' parenting. I'm like, dang, I don't know why they would do this or that. But then it's like... At the end of the day, that's what they thought was, was the best right. thing because that's what they knew. Right, and that's so what I'm saying. Like, you can't really like we, hold it against them forever. You don't know. It's like you said earlier. Yeah. Like from generation to generation, you yeah. get better. And better yeah, it's, it's. I don't hold nothing. Like, yeah. I, like I wouldn't be sure. Oh, I wasn't saying that. like that yeah. to you. Like, yeah, this sure. yeah, you know, I wouldn't be sure about my parents. I, I appreciate everything that's, they've ever done. And also, me. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't have no animosity or no hate in my heart for my mother. Mm-hmm. Nor my father. My father passed in 2015. But even still to this day, I don't feel no hatred in my heart. Because now that I'm an adult, it's and I life. see how, you know, you understand life and hit you. I understand, you know. So, you definitely start understanding. You definitely start, things you might have seen as a kid that you might have looked at, you, not even like in a bad way, but you might just, it might have been a random memory that stuck with you. You understand that now. Yeah, even like now, yeah. the older and older I get, I'm like, I get my parents even yeah. more and more and more. I, like, I, you understand now. I was like, damn. I, and for me, I look back at things that I might have given my parents, like, struggle with. I'm like, damn, I was being a dick. Like, they was doing, yeah. they was doing this it's and just, dealing yeah, with my smart yeah, ass. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah the way right. we used to be cutting up in school and shit. Man, what, like, we, yeah. You can't even tell us why we did it. And then, yeah, like, they paid, like, you know, that school wasn't cheap. So it's like, you spending money and then your kids are... 
But you don't even you don't even understand that mind frame until you start going through these certain passages. But on the flip side of that, then you gotta remember that like when you have kids and your kids start acting like you, you gotta like remember like, oh yeah, I was doing that same thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's understanding. Yeah, they're not gonna, they're never gonna be perfect. They're never gonna be exactly what you hope for for them. Which is probably the same thing happened. Your parents said it's like, yeah, I was the same. I was dead. This was this is me thirty years old. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. definitely. But with the, with the times change, the environment change. So yep. how they used to express it might have been different, or why they used to express it, or what 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 affected them might have been different. Yeah. So okay. that way that you always understand, like I was like that at at this age. You not you don't know like the inner workings behind it. Some things are universal and synonymous. Like it's always gonna be a thing. Like you know when your son start messing start messing with girls. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can kind of feel that probably. I don't know because I don't have a son yet. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, I feel like you will just know. You you know that. You well, know he, different. he start yeah, yeah he started yeah. walking different. <laughs> he started walking different. You probably know when you know if. Yo, just the other week, right? Mm-hmm. My dad caught me like in the aftermath, not during, because mm-hmm. I'm just nasty. But like after I got in the house, right? You know, like, on the corner, I live in the corner house. He just go right around there to go. Oh, my bad. I live on that corner house. And so the girl just pulled up right over there. We got in the back seat and she was riding. My brother comes home, right? And he just runs to the car because he knows I'm in there. <laughs> yes, Dominic. Wait, wait, in your car? No. I'm about to say, your car ain't got space for that. My big ass. <laughs> Her big ass. <laughs> My little ass car. Nah. It was in the room. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. She pushed, she pushed all her um, all her junk to the side. You know, women's cars are fucking disgusting. Always. Yeah. yeah. He was doing that. And Dominic just started running over there all happy because I told him we're going to go to Chick-fil-A when you get home. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, wait a minute. What time was it? It was like 8.30. The light's still out, yo. Come on. You got to wait till, till night time to be fucking in the car, yo. You think I care about that? No courtesy. Man. Courtesy yeah. to who? Your neighbors. It's Tom. It's Tom. It don't matter. When it's Tom, you at least gotta go. Like you at least gotta go find over at a parking lot that's empty or something. You feel me? Yeah, something. You're just on the streets doing it. But hold up. See, let me finish. But I was reckless back in high school, bro. I was fucking in the band fishbowl. It was at nighttime. Something about fucking fishbowl. It It just feels better. It was not. It was at nighttime. It just feels better. My cars always had. Look, bro. When you young, when yo, honestly, the horniest that you going to be. Is from probably like 17 until probably like 22, 23. And, and then it starts to slow down. But you go, like, I feel like you in your prime at like 25 to like 30. Like your sexual prime and after that, that is I'd like. I'd say mid 30s. Yeah. It depends, it depends on, on how much fucking you was doing. Yeah. 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 Depends how you take care of because yourself. Because listen, if you was fucking early, 16, 17, 18, 19, fucking a lot. You're going to be burned out yeah. in your mid-20s. Yeah. You're going to be familiar with it. It's going to be like, I did this before. You're going to be burnt out. So, you know, like, <laughs> you got to get it in while you in your prime, man. Get it in. <laughs> Just look older. All the way start fucking until. I was a late bloomer. Yeah. I was 22. And I told y'all. But it's nothing wrong with waiting. It's nothing wrong. All right, so let, let's remove that, that negative stigma it. around being a virgin. See, I, I feel like about the it. male community, like as, as men, we're taught, oh yeah, go and get, some, go get you some pussy. You know, at a young age. My brother was always, my brother since I was like fifteen was trying to tell me to <laughs> fuck but anything. But it's like, bro, a lot of us grow up not wanting what anybody else wants. Got exactly. our own minds, move at our own speeds. 
we got our own preference in women. We got our own preference in how relationships should go and standards. That's another thing. Cool. Let's talk about standards. We don't even want to get into that conversation. We can get into standards. But let me just say this because since you said that negative connotation was it. So I was a virgin child. I was 22. Nothing wrong with that. I always, I, I flew Women my flag. Love that shit. I flew my flag. And anybody, yo, you a virgin? Yeah. Women love that shit. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Yo, I never really like felt no kind of negative, nothing from nobody, men or women. Like, there's like, oh, but that's it, cool, it yo. Depends on where you grew up at. Because I like, I wore, yeah, like, I wore it so, like, I was so comfortable with it. Everybody's just like, all right, cool. When but, you grow up in an environment where you got uncles and yeah. older people around you <sighs> with yeah. that stigma, you know, like, you need to feel like you have to do it. You yeah. see it. You see them, how they, their interactions with women, you see that, right? So, in a sense, you get influenced by it. I mean, at least I'm going to speak for myself. I can't speak for anybody else. For me, it's like, I was influenced by that because that's all I've seen. That's all that was around me. Right. So, me, I lost my virginity when I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Not knowing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Not you said you too? Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing, but... I wanted to fit in. You saw with, everybody else doing it, so you thought older, it was the thing to do. I wanted to fit in with, with you know, my older people that I was looking up to. Yeah. And looking back, it was like, I could have waited to really share my sexual experience with with more understanding and with somebody that I preferred. Because it ain't like it was a person I preferred. It, it was, was just like there. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, it's okay. All right, so young black men or just young men everywhere. It's okay to be a virgin. It's okay to save yourself for the right person. It's okay to have standards. You don't have to be out here fucking any and everybody. That's how you get diseases, number one. Speaking from experiences. I don't have no diseases now. (laughs) But that's how that happens. Not having standards and, you know, Mm -hmm. wanting to fit in with what's going on. That's how that happens. So, fellas, take your time. Know what you want. And, you know, work out from that way. Now, I'm about to ask a question. Just don't think about this. Think about this in the most, like, adult way. It's about to be a wild question. No, it's not, it's not even a wild you question. Blow my mind. No, not, <laughs> so, so, you know, it's like, there's like a sexual, like, like, uh, like, spectrum, right? Do y'all feel like y'all all the way just, like, straight, like, just regular? Not even, like, you know, gay stuff, right? I mean, like, for me personally, like, this, I had to have, like, a emotional, like, attachment type of, like, you had to interest my mind for me to, like, fully, like, want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know, we have a friend that says she's uh, demisexual. Like, you heard them she's like, demisexual. Or pansexual. Pansexual. Demisexual is when you're only attracted to their emotions or something. Like, like, yeah. And then sapiosexual is when you're attracted to their uh, mentality or their intelligence. So me, even though I lost my virginity as well, that shit made me so scared at the time that I didn't want to experience with nobody else until I actually knew what I was doing. Mm. So, my sister, boyfriend, brother, stayed for the summer and you know we living in the hood we got park heights baltimore city anybody that's listening to this podcast baltimore city park heights west side y'all know you know but know you know he had his girl and her sister came over while she was getting smashed so me i decided to try my hand and you know one thing led to another and that was that but i brought that up to say like even though i lost my virginity virginity at 12 
I didn't start fucking until high school. Let me ask you something though. How old was she? She was around the same age, 13, okay. 14. Right. Yeah, she was probably around the same age. But I didn't really start knowing what I was doing and fucking fucking until 11th, 12th grade of high school. Yeah, you ain't gonna know what you're doing at 12. So, you know, all that shit was still new to me. And I was still like nervous in a sense. You get what I'm saying? Because you, mind you, like where I come from, people was fucking in fucking elementary school, middle school, not elementary school. Late middle school, like really early in high school. Mm -hmm. yeah. Me, I was in sports, basketball, uh, football, baseball, all that type of shit. I wasn't worried about none of that, right? So, I didn't start experiencing with that shit until late high school. And I really got to, you know, know what that shit do to you mentally, physically, emotionally. And, you know, it was all in from there. See, that's why I laid off for a while. Because I see so many people just get blinded. Yeah, but by, listen, by just fucking, and I'm like, yo, it's good. Y'all be doing dumb shit just to fuck. And I'm gonna be like, yo, that cannot be me. It's good and bad. It's good and bad because when you don't experience those things at a younger age, or when you're supposed to experience those things, you're still curious as an adult. Yeah. Right. So you'll find yourself doing some shit that you should have been doing back then because you ain't experienced it back then. At least I know that's how I was. So when I was in a five year relationship, right, twelfth grade year. Until 2019. So my 12th grade year was 2014. So from 2014 to 2019, I was in a relationship. Lockdown was one of your best years. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the fucking and experiencing <laughs> experiences with other women, I didn't get to do that. So when I get to turn in 19, 20, 21, 22, 23... And I'm starting to transition into a man. Start I start getting curious, right? Yeah. We we witnessed some of the some of the situations you yeah. got. Into. I start getting curious, <laughs> even though I had something good at home. Me not experiencing certain things through my teenage years, going into adulthood, still I had questions about. I still was curious about as an adult. So it caused conflict in my relationship. So, what I'm getting into is like, do y'all think not experiencing certain things at a younger age hinders you later on in life? It depends on what you're talking about, though. All right, very, so like, we can talk very... about uh, learning about, all right, so we can, we, can, we, can, we can go as far as talking about credit, learning about how to manage and budget your finances, sex, relationships. We can talk about all that, I feel like, with that topic. Because I feel like not learning about or having knowledge about financial uh, literacy hindered me as an adult. Yeah, not learning it early, you know. Me too. So my question is, not learning things at a younger age, or does that hinder us as an adult? As I, I feel like that's a bigger issue because so many generations have been behind. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it just seems like it's, it's the norm. Like, for the norm, you're supposed to be, like, fucked up for, like, the... Physically, your primes, you know what I'm saying, and then you know, you just figure it out and fumble through and figure it and out. You start living in your later years, yeah. You start living in your late your later years. You should, it's no reason why you're afforded the same things, it's just like a a wisdom, wisdom type thing when you haven't been, like you said, predisposed to those to those things and you haven't seen it work. It don't seem real, you can't relate to it because you haven't actually seen it in real life. Listen, not, not to how so did y'all grow up. Seeing and experiencing people around y'all do good with money, be successful with money, 
or just be stable in life, far as like having a car, having a house, having a job. I grew up seeing both sides. I grew up seeing my parents like I don't know. I never really knew like my parents' financial situation, mm-hmm. but I know that at one point like they was good, and then I seen like where the house was about to get taken away because mortgage wasn't paid. See, but I never really seen like, and I, they never went in depth with finances, so, so I've never really seen like. I just seen the effects of it and knew like, all right, we cool. Or like right now, like, oh, like we struggling. Right. But it never went in depth for me to See, really me, like I learn about up, it. I grew up saying people fuck money up. Not really be stable, mm-hmm. move house to house, job to job, evictions, no lights, mm-hmm. no food. I grew up around that, right? Yeah. And even though, I ain't gonna lie, since young and I've always had my own mind, even though I was probably slightly influenced by certain things that was going on around me. Everybody influenced my by outcome I can't help it. For the, you know, looking ahead, I always had my own mind, my own vision, my own thoughts, you know, my own goals. Same. So I didn't get too influenced by what was going on around me. Or I wouldn't be here where I'm at today. Because I was around a lot of shit growing up. Definitely. What's up? So those people that you saw growing up, right, that were like struggling and everything. Do you think that there is a way out for them? Out or in terms do, of what? For like yeah. Now those people are old, and when you're old, it's hard to break yeah. habits. Yeah. When you're old, yeah. you're stuck in your ways, right? Yeah. yeah. So maybe some years back, you know, when they were younger, it would might have been a way out. But yeah. now, because honestly, the people I'm talking about, are like family, mm-hmm. you know, like aunts and uncles and people of those natures, you know, like. Them people made me so afraid to fail. Like, I don't want to yeah. be in those situations. It's like, you yeah. walk in, them people struggle, be on drugs, you know, not do not what they like. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, it, it might have been a way out for them some years back when they were younger because it's easier to switch your mind mm-hmm. and train your mind to do something else when you're younger. Mm-hmm. But when you're older, you get stuck in your ways. But to and me, it comes back to, like, you only know what you know. Yeah, that's just right. That's, like, you only know, like, so if that's all they've been around before them, then that's, that's why that's, they, they probably like, this is how we look. This is life. Yeah. Like, this is how everybody and That's why I can't look back at my mother and father and be mad at them because they might only be, they are given what they were told. On the topic of making it out, it's always a way out, but it's not really about the way out. It's about the barriers that are in front of you mm-hmm. for you to make it out. The door is not always open. Like, you have to move some barriers in order to get to that way out. And what I was going to say to put on top of that, it, sometimes, especially when you're at a certain point in your life, it takes outside help. Yeah. Yeah. It might, it might be a barrier that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You only know, like, that's, that's the main thing is, like, you could, most people could do better if they know better. Most people would do better if they knew better. And it goes deeper than just being told. You have to understand it. Like yeah, it's things, like you said, when you were in the class, yeah, but you couldn't relate it to it's, your it's, life. It's things that you was told as a kid, like the simple like life things, like why you should do this or why you should do that. And you just like, you know, you you just going not really, you be like, all right, fuck it. Well, listen, you're not really thinking about it, right? It's not until you get older and you realize that's like an important like life, like life thing to have. Yeah. You're like, damn, now I understand it. Let me do this. So you can know it, be taught it, but it's not until you understand it. And that's the biggest part. It's like, so that's now, different me, for everybody. Let me get y'all opinion on this. Why do y'all think in the black community that it's always, you should be doing this. This is why you need to be doing this. But it's never, this is how you do this. It's hard to take that advice. All right, so, so for example, you, you should keep your credit good. 
you should go to school and get a degree. Uh, you should be financially stable. You should have a house. You should have a car. You should have this. Answer to that but is. nobody tells you. In a, all right, so from my experience, nobody tells you how to do those. Just like spades. You, you want me to do that? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> 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 they don't know how to play spades, but they will not, not teach you. Okay. Okay. I probably learned how to play spades can I, like last can year. Can I get my opinion on that? Yeah, it is. I feel like if you look at and I'm gonna be that person. If you look at like the history we've been here, when have we ever been taught how to do anything? True. We only we only learn how to do things to survive yeah. and try to gain it, but we never was taught how to do anything. So. On top of that, it's you know e- what I'm it's easy for somebody to tell you this, but I don't know. I never see an example of this of financial literacy, mm-hmm. illiteracy. The want to go to school, you don't see this every day. So it's like you're just telling me this. How can I apply something that you just tell me? When I never see it. That's, that's yeah. the biggest problem. Yeah, you don't see it. So, like, for me, like, my brother, he went to school. My older brother, he went to school, became a culinary uh, chef. And, you know, in the household with him, he will always be like, you know, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. You need to budget. You need to save. You need to have a credit card. But it was never, okay, when you get your budget and you make your budget, you need to do it like this. Yeah. When you're looking at your credit, this means this, this means that. It was never a breakdown on how to do these and things. So it's like, okay, so it's kind of like, what valuable information are you giving out if you're not telling me how to This is like I was saying, like we just naturally just do things because we know this is what we need to do to survive. Like, but we can't teach you this. Yeah, like, we you can't. Just need, you just need to it's, tell It's you. like how old so, okay, approaches so, so that's the right? cycle that needs to be broke. Then. Yeah. We yeah. need to teach our, all right, so we need to teach our kids actually how to do the we things that to, we are telling you. We have to learn. We have to learn. We have to learn. So acquire the knowledge to be able to teach our kids how. And instill that at those early levels and whatever it is. Because like y'all really, said, like a lot of times people can't learn through books or like being told. You gotta learn through actions. Yeah, like, that's yeah. how people truly learn. Like, truly learn through actions. About, a lot of us was probably more trained than we were, like you know, raised in the sense like you was told not to do this when you act up, like going time out. But it's not like why. We were like, why like, a military yeah. type of parents. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, nah, like, you better not ask why. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> yeah. you need to tell them why. Yeah, like, I if agree. I'm acting out right and you whoop my ass. Like, I know you whooped my ass because I, I acted what up, but, like, why are you whooping my ass? What is that representing in, like, in real life? Like, when I right. get there, it's just, like, jail or whatever other repercussion that you can't really come back for. Y'all yeah, might not agree with this. I think this is the generation that's going to break this. transition needs to be smooth. But I'm not going to lie, though. I feel like right now, like, where we are at time, I don't I can't put my finger on it, but I feel like we're at, a, like, a very big turning point in, like, human just, like, history. Technology is probably like decades ahead of what we see. That's what I'm saying. So and it's how special interests like from certain things. Military. Like there's a statement, uh I think it's a CEO of like Northrop Grumman, and they interviewed him like years, years, years ago. And I think he was on like the uh, like aviation or whatever. They were at like Area 51 or something. And they were like, What kind of technology do y'all have now? He was like, Whatever you see out in the world, we're a hundred years ahead of that. I bet. Like and so think about back in nineteen twenty one, where technology was. I hundred years ago. You know who I can bring up for that? Who? That boy Nikola Tesla. <laughs> but the, if y'all don't know, Nikola Tesla was uh Nikolai. Um, he was Was he, he was, Russian? 
he might have been. He might have been early American, so it's like you still could have been Polish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in Europe. You just got canceled yeah. for this. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, if y'all don't know, fire inventor um, Thomas what, Edison. Jefferson? Thomas Edison. Edison. Thomas Edison. A uh, very controversial. Yeah. He quote was, unquote inventor. Yeah, he, he was hating on. Basically, they say he stole a lot of inventions, a lot from he, black people he, too. He he black he blackballed Nikola Tesla, right? Shit. But Nikola Tesla. Hat was theorizing cell phones back in Thomas Edison days was talking about iPhones and shit. <laughs> no, but he had this technology where you could, it was like based off of radio waves or whatever, where if you had a light bulb stuck to a pole, you stuck it into the ground, you could make it light up with like radio waves. Yeah. 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 He, he had like, yeah. he had wireless electricity. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that's safe, but you know. And then think about it because one dude was hating on him. We could have been way more advanced. But think about it. Think about <laughs> it. Was the now we got like this. Like at that time, was the world ready for that? I feel like the world they they didn't release certain things to us because I didn't feel like the world was ready to receive those. You feel like it was for the better good of, yeah, of, of the people? Yeah, no, I don't. Cause they all right. So so let's all right. We ain't gonna go too far off topic. But think about Superman, right? And Superman would say. The human race or the world isn't ready. When when Superman came and started saving people, they was against him, right? Mm-hmm. They were trying to lock him up. He's an enemy. He's this, he's that, because they don't understand what he is. I, I got something for that. So so y'all saying but, so y'all kind of saying that we're right, so not listen. responsible enough to have certain things. Yet. Yes, and I'm gonna give that's you perfect. Perfect. That, Okay, that's a different I got I got I got a different I got a different perspective. I he think was, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think that once once something comes out with some an idea or invention, whatever it is that is just so mind blowing, that is just so successful, there's always gonna be that one other person that tries to bring it down. Perfect example. That's what I think. Um, Black Lives Matter movement, like the world's not ready for. Well, let me not say Black Lives Matter movement. Showing a police brutality video on. On the news, on nationwide news, years ago that would have never happened. It happened with Rodney King. But yeah. now, but if we but wasn't listen, ready to see. The listen, world was not ready exactly. to see. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But now that everything has been desensitized, then. But you now, know, like everything is more acceptable in 2021. Another example, it's, gay people. It's ready. Like gay rights. That's but that didn't example. happen until. Yeah, we wasn't ready for it. I was speaking of more than like technologically advanced, but it applies. It applies the same way because I don't feel like they release certain technology or let us know about certain technology until they feel like we. The ready. way I feel, I feel like they don't release it one for a special interest and two for the sake of capitalism. Because if you move too far technologically, it's like with Apple. If they give you everything that they actually could give you on the next phone, mm-hmm. we not going to make money. They're not going to make money. They could drop ten phones and drop updates. They and, give it to you when they feel like the world ready, right? No, like, they give it to you when they feel like they're gonna burn. I feel like they, they feel like when it's all in the name of buying. It's all in the name of that's not something for when the world's it's, ready. That's it's all in the name money of profit. Yeah, like they probably could have dropped Facetime five years before they did. They're like, yeah, I'll give you this. They ready slowly. So, Olu, do you count a cure for a disease? Do you count that as technology? Yes. You think the world's ready for the cure for AIDS or something? Do you think that stuff is ever going to come out? It's not going to come out because that's a money play. It's going to come out eventually. That's a money play, though. That's what I'm saying about that. Uh, same thing I'm saying. A lot of it's a money play. The map. Yeah, that's not. Uh, so that's how the fuck they got a vaccine from COVID 19 that fast. The because it is a joke. That, yeah, it's more, yeah, po- yeah. more politics. That's, that's a whole other topic. But, all right, so the point was, I didn't feel, I don't, I feel like the government don't release certain shit because they feel like the world or the people 
are ready for I only feel like anything the government does you know is in the best interest of the people. You yeah. know what, Ma? I don't think they care. After hearing Odin say that, I don't think there's no reason that we don't have a lot of... Th- it's a reason that's like a special interest. It's special yeah. interest. Yeah. Right. Capitalism. Yeah. All right. Because think about like what what are we talking about? It's not like that. there's like a five percent of a, the world that understands something that we wouldn't be able to understand and adapt to too. So I I I don't understand like being ready for something. But I will say I do think that they uh they introduce new things to you to get you ready for them like through that, media. That, that's what like, I'm gonna say. Through movies and TV shows, like, you'll you see need, ideas that you're like, oh that can you need. Be real. I, and I ten years like, later, they're like, oh, part of the reason this. why they host stuff because you need to be trained to like yeah. how to deal with it. That's only like get you comfortable with it. Adding to exactly. that, to that well, call. it has to be relevant. But no 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 no. Not like that. But I do agree that they will warm you up to the idea things, but I don't think that they keep away from you for the better that, good of you that's the same they want to so that once you so once you do see it right. that you're like oh they're, that's not that they're crazy. warming up they're, what they're warming up is what they want you to use with it right. use it for exactly not like the full capabilities of it so that way you're saying you're getting they're, they're training you to be able to handle it how they want you to handle it that's not saying that you might not be ready for it because you might use some shit for a whole different reason but okay. they they want to they want to limit they got a micro dose yeah. with their influence. Yeah. So for me, that's why I feel like it's not a thing of being ready. It's just, it's just like them getting the program together to be able to push it out to you, to be able to consume and to use it, consume and to use it um, the way they intended to. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I think that was, that was a good discussion. Hey, welcome back to the On The Force podcast. We touched on a variety of topics today. Uh, Shout out to everybody that joined us. Again, shout out to Nick. He wasn't here. Shout out. Shout out out to my bro, Nick. (laughs) Brother for life. Yeah, man. We're going to see you soon. Until next time. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Peace.